0: My name's Amy and I'm a credit controller at Motors Bristol and as part of the Mental Health Awareness Month I wanted to share some of my history, experiences and what I've learned whilst in active addiction and anybody who hasn't been there, hasn't been caught in a cycle of addictive behaviour can't grasp how blind you become to your own actions and how easy it is to fall victim to your own self-doing. And addiction is so stigmatized in society because it's seen as shameful. And believe me, the shame and guilt you feel makes you hide how much you're struggling and it makes you deceptive and just feel so isolated because you know you'll be judged straight away if you admit anything, so you just keep it hidden because nobody wants to be perceived as what stereotypically addicts are in society, you know, low lives, drug adult dossers who just sit around all day. But the reality of living as an addict day to day is very, very different. And, understanding them how the mind works, especially the subconscious mind, has completely changed the way I look at my own life. And I hope by sharing some of what I've learned and what I've evaluated from my life experience, I can help someone. Because addiction can affect anyone, no matter who you are, what background you come from, what you would do for a job. And no matter how strong you are, it can completely consume you before you even realise it. And I know people who have had their lives destroyed by addiction. And these are intelligent people who were just full of life. They had really good jobs, life and soul of the party. And they were just incredible human beings who, if you would have met them at the same time I did, you would never in a million years think that they'd become the people that they are today. So um, just a brief history of me. I started smoking when I was 12. I started drinking soon after, just teenage rebellion really but um, by my mid-teens and well into my 20s I was drinking every day, smoking, going out most weekends, getting wrecked, going to raves, festivals and just enjoying myself like young people do and not that I would change anything because I had a good time but that behaviour in a way paved the way to my own downfall. And as I got to my mid-twenties, there were some really bad things going on in my life that just wouldn't stop and that I had no control over. And between 2014 and 2017, I was just on a mission, I think, of self-destruction. And the only way I knew how to cope with what was happening to me was to get wrecked, to make numb to it, because behaving this way was all I'd ever known in my life. And even before I started, I was exposed to that lifestyle when I was a kid. So I was already programmed to go down that route myself, using substance abuse as a means to feel better. And it did work. It made me indifferent. As long as I wasn't sober, I didn't care about what was happening to me. But by behaving that way, I fell into a cycle of not caring about anything, including myself, I gained weight. I treated my friends poorly, neglected my house. I wasn't exercising, wasn't practicing my hobbies. All I did was get smashed and chain smoke. And I'd go into work after being up all night, drinking and blasting music, and I'd just feel so rough and so down all the time. But it just became normal to me. And the thing is, I knew deep down I wasn't happy. And I had all the intent there to stop And some days I'd make a decision to stay off it. But as the day went on, the thought of being sober just filled me with so much fear. And at that time, I genuinely felt life wasn't worth living if I didn't have a bottle of rum and a packet of fags to come home to. So on autopilot, I would just let the addict take over and it just snowballed from there. And it's crazy looking back because I think, wow, was that really me? And how did I allow my life to become like this? How did I not stop myself? And this is where people who don't suffer with addiction don't understand. They tend to say, well, just stop, because theoretically you can stop. And I agree, it makes sense logically, and is by far the easiest way to go about things in theory. But what people don't tend to think of is that humans aren't governed by the conscious mind which is responsible for logic and reasoning, etc., for survival. But that's about as far as its role goes. It's the subconscious that makes you who you are and governs your every behavior. But by its nature, it isn't capable of logical reasoning. It only receives information, right or wrong, constructive or destructive. It doesn't discriminate. But what it does do is arrange the information that's being fed to it into a pattern of codes that dictate your personality and the way you conduct yourself in everyday life. And the difficult thing about it is you can't communicate with the subconscious, with your conscious mind, which is the only mind you're aware of and can physically control. And I read something once that I think about all the time and it said, you are, not your mind, you are an observer of your mind and once you can understand this concept you start to realise this is why I am the way I am, this is why I do these things that make me miserable and I can't stop and the more you look into it and the more you learn you can begin to apply the principles to yourself and deprogram yourself and you start to understand you're programmed by your surrounding environment, you are programmed by your actions, and if you repeat behavior long enough, it will become part of your subconscious and in turn, a part of you. And this gives you infinite potential to be whoever you want to be, to do the things a person you want to be does, but it isn't without consequence and hard work. You have to wake up every day and be the change you want to see in yourself. If you want to be someone who gets up at four in the morning to lift weights before the day starts, you have to do it. If you want to be someone who can speak French or invest in the stock market or go base jumping or whatever you want to do, you have to be that person every day. And it's all well and good understanding the information, but you have to actively put it into practice every waking moment, otherwise You're never going to see the changes you want. So, to me, addiction isn't a mental condition. It's mental conditioning, and everything is. And I could whitter on about it for hours and hours, and uh, the rabbit hole goes really deep once you start going down it. And addict or not, everybody has their own mental struggles so some personal recommendations that have really helped me are to read about sigmund freud and his psychoanalytic theory which is essentially the argument that we aren't one mind we're three minds in a raincoat trying its best to pretend to be one And um, to this day, his ideas are controversial, but he was a pioneer in understanding the subconscious and his work and mind model were groundbreaking and it's uh, helped me a lot. Um, Another recommendation, and uh, in my opinion, he has the best explanation of the mind is um, a gentleman called Bob Proctor and he died earlier on this year but he has a fantastic youtube channel and he discusses the potential of the human mind and how you can program yourself out of these unwanted behaviors and literally manifest into whatever person you want to be with the power of thought and application and he explains beautifully various laws of the metaphysical, um, i.e. the law of attraction and how it applies to the factual laws of physics themselves and his teachings are such simple principles to grasp but life-changing if you really take in the information. And um, another one is a book called The Chimp Paradox by Professor Steve Peters. And again, he presents a simple mind model that's really easy to digest and follow. And overall, it's a it's a really great read. And even though I am so much better now, like night and day, I still have those feelings every day. I have to fight myself. But the feeling I get now when I deny myself my vices is only mild sadness for a bit, as opposed to the crippling fear. That I used to feel. And for me, smoking is the final boss. But I've only had about 20 cigarettes in the past 10 days. And I know as long as I do what a non smoker does, I will become a non smoker. And I've got a little boy now, and he's the reason I battle every day to be the kind of mum he deserves and to be the master of my own mind instead of its victim and sometimes i get the itch after a few days of not drinking and I'll go over the local after work and have a few ciders or a few glasses of wine at my friend's in the evening but in my opinion that's normal and it's healthy and I'm not perfect but it's a journey and it's all about education and growth and I intend to use the brain I've been gifted to educate myself on the way it works and to be the best version of myself I can And if you, yourself, or anyone you know is struggling with addiction, my inbox is open. Nothing can shock me. Believe me, I've seen and heard it all. And life is too short to go through it in pain and to be trapped inside yourself. So I recommend educate yourself, even if it's just a little bit, because as destructive and thick the human mind can be, it is the pinnacle of evolution, and you hold in your head the power to be the person you've always dreamed of being. Thank you for listening.
1: Ah, oh, Amy, anyway, that was brilliant. Would you mind me asking? So I don't normally interject on these podcasts. Um, what was the trigger for you wanting to make a recovery? There must have been a point in your life where you thought, "Okay, I'm not happy being this person." Uh, you know, what 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 was the trigger for that?
0: Um. I was just, uh, I was, I just got sick of it. To be honest, in the end, and it was causing huge problems in my relationship. Um, my my husband, he struggled for years and years with it as well. And um, there was, I don't think there was a, there wasn't a point that I can think of. No. I just think I grew, and as I got older as well, mm-hmm. being able to like, I'm like if what was going on happened now. I know I'd handle it in a completely different way. Yeah. You know, but I was, yeah, I was like 24 when it all started and I just knew no different. And I, th- I think, yeah, just maturity and age, I think. And I was just sick of, And um, once I started going to the gym again and then and started noticing changes. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it sort of went from there. Yeah, it's taken a long time, but...
1: Yeah, and I think with addiction, many people look at people that are addicted to alcohol and drugs and like you said earlier, people think, well, you can just stop. And what Mm. people don't realise with the human body is actually even though we know it is bad for us, the body is programmed to give you a dopamine hit. So then, even though it's bad, the brain will tell you to do it again and again because it's giving you the positive messages um, with it being a dopamine hit. So it's very hard to go against your brain uh, when it's telling you to do it. And that's why addicts do find it extremely tough. And it is a case of, as you say, changing the behaviours, but you've got to be an extremely strong person to do that. And yeah. Thank you ever so much, Amy.